Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre, and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, you'll be hearing about an assistant district attorney from Texas who went on an epic power trip at an Uber driver. Not only did she ridicule and insult him, but she also said she knew people and would make sure that he'd never work again. When she refused to leave his vehicle, he called the police. He also started recording her tantrum after she said the cops wouldn't believe him over her and she was looking forward to seeing them fuck him up. Seriously, you gotta hear it to believe it. Alrighty, let's get cracking. Friday the 10th of November 2017 started off like a regular shift for Uber driver Sean Platt. The 26-year-old was having a busy night driving often inebriated, thank God it's Friday, folks, to and from their destinations without incident. But that all changed when he picked up 32-year-old Assistant District Attorney Jody Warner from Capitol Pub in Old East Dallas. She had joined the Dallas County District Attorney's Office in February 2011, working in the Crimes Against Children division. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, conventionally attractive Jodie probably looked as though the worst thing she might do would be to drunkenly puke in her handbag and all over the back seat. But looks can be deceiving. It soon became clear that Jodie had the bratty attitude of someone who had cruised through life, never hearing the word no. Sean said that inebriated and pissy Jodie told him to follow a route to her house that was different from the GPS directions and he ended up getting lost. Sean told ABC, I said, should I make a left up here? And she refused to answer me. She said, You can follow the fucking GPS. And she became increasingly angry, even though I was just trying to get her home. She kept calling me stupid. She said that this was the only job I could get because I'm so stupid and that I was a retard. But it wasn't until she slapped him on the shoulder that Sean pulled over to the side of the road, ended the ride on the Uber app and politely asked Jodie to exit the vehicle. He said he felt like calling the cops right away, but decided to give her a chance to leave his car on her own. During this time, Jody threatened that he was never going to work again and told him that she knows people. Fed up with her aggro escalating antics and refusal to leave his vehicle, Sean called the cops. Because of her position of power working for the DA's office, Jody told him that the cops wouldn't believe anything he said. Here's Sean's recollections of that. She kept saying she was assistant DA, said, who are they going to believe, you or me? 
So I said, you know what, you're kind of right. So I, I took out my phone and I recorded it. He posted his recording of the incident on Facebook and it quickly went viral because it's essentially Jody's masterclass in how to be an entitled piece of shit. Seriously, Jody sounds like the head bitch of the popular girls from every American teen movie ever made. She has the dulcet tones of a spoilt toddler in the middle of a screaming tantrum and less charisma than an overflowing colostomy bag. Big props to Sean for managing to keep his cool while trapped in a vehicle with someone who sounds like Anna Faris playing a cunty valley girl on Angel Dust. Let's have a listen. Take me home, dude. Grow the, the f- up. The cops take are the on web. their way. Oh my God, you're going to regret this so much. Just take me home, dude. I just want to go home. I'm asking you politely to please no, step out of No, because now I'm pissed the f- off. Either drop me off at my house or we'll wait for the cops. Because I'm not wrong. I am waiting for the cops. Okay, we'll wait for the cops. Jesus Christ. You're a f***ing idiot in that stupid f***ing house. We'll wait. What a joke. Jesus Christ, I'll make sure Uber knows what a joke you are. Just literally drop me off at my house like we paid you to do. Ma'am, I ended the ride, and I asked you politely to step out no, of my vehicle. No, you ended the ride not at my house. You think I'm going to get out on a side street? The No. Ma'am, please ma'am, ma'am, exit. Ma'am, Shut the up. We'll wait for the cops then, if that's what you think is appropriate. You don't just end a ride. Shut up, dude. I'll wait. Just take me. Oh, my God, you're an idiot. You're a legitimate retard. What a joke. And I I want to go home so badly, but you're so stupid, I want the cops to come so that they can f*** you up. That's what I want. Like, you're such an idiot, I want the cops to come. Ma'am, please. No, no, ma'am, please. Dude, you're all, everything's being recorded. I'm an assistant district attorney, so shut the f- you had the opportunity to take me home. I think this might be kidnapping right now, actually. It's not kidnapping, man. No, You're it free is to cause, leave. Because there was an Uber, uh, I'm pretty sure, at a destination. And you have not taken me to that destination. You're holding me here. So why don't you take me to that destination? Ma'am, please leave my vehicle. Why don't you take me to that destination? Ma'am. Exit my vehicle, please. So you're kidnapping me? I'm not kidnapping you. Do you know where my... I had... So, like, you know when you picked me up? I gave you a destination. You're not taking me there. So, under the law, it's recklessly keeping me from where I was going. And you haven't done that. So you're kidnapping me right now. You're committing a third... Two first-degree felony. So do you want to take me home or you want to stay here? We can hang out. I'm not scared. It's cool. I was trying to be nice to you. I'm hanging out. Do you want to take me home or do you want to... It's weird. 
Wow, this must be the first kidnapping in history where the victim was asked to leave and refused. Jodie's true colours really come sharting through in that clip. The superior attitude, the complete disrespect and the unshakable sense that the cops would take her side no matter what she did. I shudder to think how she might have behaved if Sean wasn't white. Imagine having the audacity to accuse an Uber driver of kidnapping you when I'm sure we all know of real cases where women have been kidnapped, sexually assaulted and sometimes murdered by Uber drivers or people pretending to be them. It's out of this world disrespectful to the victims in these cases to make false claims like this, let alone the repercussions it could have for Sean or for future victims who already have an uphill battle to make the authorities believe them when they say they've been assaulted. Can you imagine how many times she's probably pulled this routine on people that she's deemed beneath her? Sean said that when the cops rocked up, she introduced herself as the district attorney and pulled them aside to run through a laundry list of Sean's alleged crimes. He didn't do what I said. He has to do what I say. I'm very important. I'm blonde. You need to fuck him up. Like, seriously, you just, like, need to fuck him up. Sean said he was intimidated by the situation and actually a bit scared that she would get him arrested. But fortunately, the cops saw through her bullshit too, and they did not, in fact, fuck him up as Jodie had expected. Before they drove Jodie home, one of the cops asked Sean, You good? To which she replied, "Eh, I guess so. He refused to press charges against her, despite the extent of her abusive behaviour. When asked by the media what he thought would be a fair punishment for Jodie, Sean said that he wanted an apology, but he did not wish for her to lose her job. Pete Schultz, a former Dallas County prosecutor, came to his colleague's defence, setting the stage for her to blatantly attempt to play the victim card. He tweeted, There's two sides to every event. Jodie is an honourable prosecutor and the Dallas County District Attorney's Office is lucky to have her. But it seems the Dallas County District Attorney Faith Johnson disagreed with that sentiment. She released the following statement. After careful consideration and a thorough investigation, I have decided to terminate Miss Warner. Although criminal charges have not been filed, her behaviour is contrary to this officer's core principle of integrity, and it will not be tolerated. In an interview with ABC News, Sean weighed in on this decision. I'm used to dealing with drunk passengers on a consistent basis. I forgive her, and I'm sorry that it cost her her job. That was not my intent, but you don't treat people that way. He also added that Jodie had paid the price for her actions and he wanted people to leave her alone. Whoops, sorry, Sean. In a teary, poor me statement, former ADA Jodie denied hitting Sean or saying anything that he hadn't captured on the recording, which is very convenient. Are we supposed to believe that she didn't say the stuff he claimed, which was entirely in line with everything he did capture on the recording? Was she just sitting there quietly minding her own business when he decided to start recording her for no reason? She also strongly implied that her insulting whiny rant was a response to Sean's behaviour because he made her feel unsafe. 
which is hiding behind the very real threat many women face from actual predatory men to try and justify her own power trip. Statements like this fuel the abhorrent, wrong-headed incel logic that women who were actually assaulted are just making it up for self-serving purposes, which is not the case over 99% of the time. No wonder she was fired. She's meant to represent the people, not set them back several decades while trying to cover her own ass. Let's have a listen to her statement. First of all, I just want to apologize for my language um, to the district attorney's office. I'm sorry. For embarrassing the office that I um, love very much and respect very much. Um, I embarrassed my family. I embarrassed myself. That is not who I am. Um, And thank you to Judge Frizzell. I'm sorry, y'all. This has been a long few days. Um, Because of our office policy with the media, I wasn't able to respond. And I wanted to respect that policy. But yesterday afternoon around 3.30, I was um, let go. So I appreciate being given the opportunity to give my side. I'm not trying to make any accusations against that driver. I don't know what's in his heart. Um, I can tell you that not everything he said was true. I never touched him. Um, whether it's because of my experience as a prosecutor it made me hyper vigilant, or whether I was justifiably uncomfortable, I, I can't tell you that. All I can tell you what was in my heart, and I felt uncomfortable with the route that he was taking me. Um, I had obviously been drinking, that's why I was in an Uber, um, and the route was just a different way that I'd never been taken. Um, and then when we got finally close to my home, he turned down a different street, which is not what the GPS was saying to do. And that is when I finally um, snapped at him and and said, where are you taking me? And it escalated from there. I never belittled him for being an Uber driver. That just didn't happen. One of my best friends signed up for Uber and I was her first ride. I'm not someone that thinks I'm above anyone. Well, that's very different in tone from her Uber antics, isn't it? So she says she was in a situation where she was really uncomfortable. Do you think that's why after Sean repeatedly asked her to get out of his car, she refused to leave? And when someone is actually making you feel uncomfortable, who tries to aggravate them by calling them an idiot and a retard? Also, who even still says the word retard? I don't imagine it's throwing around willy-nilly in most district attorney's offices. I think my favourite part is when she said that she couldn't have belittled him for being an Uber driver because one of her best friends is an Uber driver. (laughs) What's the bet one of her other best friends is black and another is, as she put it, a retard? This whole incident is as dumb as they come and it's going to make it difficult for Jodie to get her Uber rating back up. She's kept pretty quiet since this whole thing made the news. I'm not sure what she's up to nowadays, but it would be some sweet karmic retribution if she ended up becoming an Uber driver. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
While I was researching this case, I came across some pretty interesting, infuriating and just plain ridiculous horror stories that Uber drivers had shared about their nightmare passengers online. A female driver wrote, Guy gets in with his buddy, already bitching about Mexicans. Tries to rope me in, doesn't like it when I refuse. It was 2am and they were drunk. From there, it kept getting worse. He tried to hit on me. I refused. So obviously this means I'm, in his words, some kind of hermaphrodite. (laughs) Then, after repeated attempts to get under my skin failed, he decided to start waxing lyrical about the AR-15 in his truck that he wanted to show me. He also tried to keep up the intersex line by calling me it, but our ubermensch here couldn't even get that right, using she by accident before every attempt. We were pretty close, so I dropped them off. He shouts some line as I pull away. Turns out I couldn't go around the building, so I had to turn around and go back past them. Dude decides he's going to stand out and block the way, so I sped up. As a bonus, Buddy spilled his spit bottle in the back seat. Pretty small mess, really, but I think Uber tagged them with a bigger cleaning fee than they would have normally, seeing as I'd already reported the incident. (laughs) I'm sorry, is having a spit bottle like a common thing? Who has a spit bottle? This is a learning podcast, this one. Today we're learning about spit bottles. But hey, it's not just the ladies getting hit on and weirded out. A male driver wrote, I had a drunk middle-aged woman with a broken collarbone struggling to get a seatbelt on. She asked me to help her and grabbed my hand and shoved it down her fun times area. (laughs) I should have cancelled right there, but it was a rural stop that was bringing me back into the city. As I drove her, she kept insisting that I just go party with her and telling me how she hates her husband and wants to screw a huge black dude. I am not a huge black dude, and said many other questionable things, including hitting on me and asking me a million questions about my heritage. At the very end of the ride, she breaks out the, have you found our Lord Jesus? And I could only think how hypocritical that was after she spent the entire ride giving me a list of why she'd be rejected from heaven. It took her forever to get out of my car when my initial response about Jesus was, yeah, I've heard of him because that wasn't good enough for her. Even when I just lied and said, yeah, sure, I believe in him, she would say, see, I don't think you do, and we can save your soul tonight. Like, please don't, lady, my soul is fine. Then there's this one that reads like an excerpt from the book American Psycho. A wealthy man from a posh neighbourhood who sat directly behind me went over potential serial killer scenarios asking me how I would cope. He then became furious when I tried to reassure him about rideshare safety statistics. How dare you speak condescendingly to me, he yelled. Later, he wanted to know my work schedule and how he could ensure we meet up again. We could not. I reported him and requested never to be paired with him again. Well, holy fuck. I'm going to round out this segment with this truly bizarre tale from an Uber driver in Missouri. I once picked up a man and woman who were both dressed and made up as Uncle Sam. Like professional level costumes and latex facial features and all. 
movie-quality Uncle Sam's. Other than size, they looked exactly alike. Okay, I think. This should be fun. Nope. Then they get into a raging argument because apparently female Uncle Sam was flirting with someone other than male Uncle Sam. Male Uncle Sam was apparently ignoring female Uncle Sam, who he claimed disappeared only to be found later at the back bar, seemingly with her vengeful shit gene fully activated. Screaming, followed by silence, followed by them trying to drag me into the argument as a third-party observer who's thinking that I might be having an LSD flashback. Followed by screaming, and then it happened. Ten minutes of watching Uncle Sam doing a let's make up make-out session with himself. Really? Two old bearded men in tall hats throat-tonguing each other. I still get shivers. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are short cases that sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. Back in 2017, a Glasgow guy named Mark Patterson's shenanigans got him in a spot of bother and he was forced to spend the night in jail. It seems the cheeky chap did not enjoy his stay there. He checked into Police Scotland's official Facebook page after he paid them a visit, giving them a not-so-positive 1 out of 10 star rating, along with a scathing TripAdvisor-style review, which went viral on social media. It read, asked for an upgrade, and got some tap water in a plastic cup, and literally told to fuck up. They took my 410-pound Gucci shoes off me. No breakfast was offered. No in-room entertainment. Not allowed your phone in the room. No charges. No toilet roll and I needed a shite. Was told to strip but wasn't even offered a drink first. There was no on-site bar. The toilet's like actually in the room, like hanging off a wall. The bed is literally a blue PE mat from high school. No pillows, even when I specified that I require one. Asked for room service and was given a 2015 copy of OK Magazine. 100% never staying again. It was brutal. Tips before you go. Don't threaten to get the staff stabbed. They don't take kindly to it. Mark ended his review by saying that the only plus side of his visit was the early checkout. On October 12, 2021, a few painters were doing some work on a high-rise condominium in Thailand. Two of the men had lowered themselves from the 32nd floor to repair a crack on the building. When they reached the 30th floor, one of them felt that the rope was heavier. He looked down and saw a woman on the 21st floor open a window and cut his and his co-workers' ropes. Stuck suspended up in the air, their third colleague continued to support them from the top floor. They tried banging on windows to get help from one of the residents, but struggled to find someone who was home. A video clip on social media showed the two painters imploring residents on the 26th floor to open the window and let them in, which they did. However, this begs the question, who the hell sees people dangling from a building in need of some life-saving help and thinks, rather than rush to their aid, I'm going to go get my phone and film them? Nice response, dickhead. 
The management of the condo accompanied the painters to report the incident to the police. Soon afterwards, they arrested a 34-year-old woman and charged her with attempted murder. She initially denied any involvement in the crime, but that was a hard story to stick to after the cops showed her CCTV footage of herself cutting the painter's rope. (laughs) Nice try, lady. They'd also sent the rope for fingerprint and DNA analysis, which both fingered the woman as the culprit. She eventually came clean and said that she'd cut the painter's rope, but denied the charge of attempted murder. She said she did it because she was pissed off that she hadn't seen the notice posted by the condo administration that some repair work would be done on that day. So it's not like they failed to warn the residents, she just hadn't seen the notice and figured she may as well cut their rope and send the men plummeting to their death because she was annoyed by the inconvenience. Ty Karen here could face a prison term of up to 20 years if found guilty of the charge. This one is a special celebrity-adjacent punchline crime. In mid-June this year, LA County Sheriff's deputies were called to actor Pierce Brosnan's $100 million beachfront Malibu home. They'd received reports of an unknown man on the property. Pierce is best known for playing James Bond in four Bond films from 1995 to 2002, but it seems the man was unaware of this as he did not proclaim, I'll get you, Mr. Bond, at any point during the incident. The cop said the man was seen using a neighbor's backyard to take a dump before moving on to Pierce's place to clean up, which is ironic as his mansion boasts 14 bathrooms. A source told TMZ that the man never made it inside the house or any of the 14 bathrooms, instead using an outdoor shower to wash himself off. Pierce's wife, journalist Keely Shea Smith, was at home at the time of the incident, but it's unclear whether he was too. The man took off toward the beach when the police arrived, but he was soon tracked down by a sheriff's helicopter who found him hiding in the rocks along the coast. He was taken into custody and booked for burglary for stealing Pierce Brosnan's water. (laughs) I'm a bit confused as to why he wasn't charged with trespassing, but for stealing water. Is Pierce Brosnan super budget conscious when it comes to his utility bills? Are his swimming pools and hot tubs filled with liquid gold or jelly to keep his water bill down? And why wasn't he arrested for going number twos in Pierce's neighbor's yard? My takeaway from this is that you can just roam around the yards of Malibu mansions, weeing and pooing wherever, as long as you don't use their water to clean up afterwards. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes and Pierce Brosnan toilet stories. If you dug what you heard, please leave a review. If you'd like to support this independent podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash world's dumbest criminals. Thanks so much to Schmooples, devourer of mortal souls, for coming on board as a patron. I really appreciate your support, you devourer of mortal souls, you. All levels get access to monthly bonus episodes and ad-free episodes. And higher levels also receive a job with the Texas DA's office and a 500ml bottle of Pierce Brosnan's precious Malibu Mansion water. 
If you're up for more dumb criminals action, you could follow me on Twitter at WDCriminalsPod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Or you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast Facebook group. And thank you to the illustrious Lorraine Ledwell for running the group with me. Till next time, look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.